My name is Chris Vasquez. I'm a voice actor, podcaster, and lifelong Houstonian. But I gotta admit, I don't know the city and what's happening in it as well as I think a Houstonian should. I mean, if someone from out of town walked up to me and asked me what there is to do, I wouldn't know what to tell them. That's what inspired this podcast. I want to clue you in on news, cool events, quirky things our fellow Houstonians do, what the best new food places are, and highlight people that are doing their part to better this city, becoming real-life Houston heroes. This is Houston Happenings. What is up, Houston, and welcome back to another episode of the Houston Happenings Podcast. Let's start the show off by talking about the Houston Symphony, ladies and gentlemen. So I grew up in the band program from sixth grade all the way until the day I graduated high school, and I've had the pleasure of performing with the Houston Symphony and Jones Hall. It was truly an unforgettable experience, and frankly, I'm a little mad at myself for not going to see them regularly. About three months ago, they canceled the remainder of their season because of COVID-19. They toyed around with the idea of using the power of the internet with something they called the Living Room Series. This featured one of the musicians playing a selection of music, uh, recital style. So for those of you that don't know what recital style is, it essentially is just one person, one instrument of the complete band playing a solo piece so you'll see just you know one trumpet or one violin or you know something along those lines but you know that seems to have gone well and they've decided to expand on that idea by offering virtual concerts directly from jones hall um these will be hour-long broadcast and they will be priced at ten dollars for a link to the concert that you will receive via email the day of the performance now i i think this is a move by the houston symphony to try to get income flowing again because they recently laid off 25 percent of their staff cut the pay of performers and staff and are currently sitting on an 11 million dollar deficit to, due to the events of the coronavirus. Uh, so let's support our fine arts in the city, ladies and gentlemen. The concerts happen every Saturday through August 1st, and tickets can be bought directly through HoustonSymphony.org. For this next piece of news, I want to tell you guys a story. So, back in middle school, a friend of mine got a couple of tickets for a haunted house called Fear Houston. This was back in, I'd say, maybe about 2006 or 2007. Um, he invited me along, and I had never gone to one of those things, so I said, you know what, what the hell? The haunted house was located inside of the Northwest Mall off 610 and 290, and it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool haunted house. You know, it had two different routes to go down with different themes, um, but I'll never forget this night, guys. You see... Um, so my friend was significantly shorter than me. He was a stocky dude, but he was a great guy. You know, at the very end of the first run that we did, um, I remember that we turned a corner and we saw a very pleasantly lit, long, straight hallway. Now, in literally any other circumstance, that site isn't particularly noteworthy. Inside a haunted house, though, that's an entirely different story. Now I know what you're thinking. Stop it. You're listening faster than I'm talking. No sooner than the thought, oh shit, this isn't good. Registered in my brain, did I hear screaming and shouting behind me? Turns out that directly behind us was this huge, tall, gas mask wearing 
chainsaw-wielding man heading straight for us. My friend, since he was behind me the entire time, noticed him first. So this guy straight up panics and he jumps up, grabs the back of my shirt near the collar, pulls down hard and yells, RUN! At this point, I'm freaking out. There's a giant man running towards us. I literally can't breathe. And there's a small man hanging off the back of my shirt while I'm running at full speed towards the exit. We made it outside, of course, and my friend apologized profusely. But it makes for a really great memory of Northwest Mall. And, and that was the one and only time I ever went to that mall. So Northwest Mall closed down in its entirety back in 2017 without my knowledge, which, you know, come to think of it, explains why the mall always looks empty when I drive by it. Um, I bought a copy of Houstonia magazine a few days ago, and I learned the reason behind why it closed down. And that's actually really cool. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard things here and there about Texas Central. Um, it's the bullet train that has been in the process of being built for years that will take you from Houston to Dallas in an estimated 90 minutes. And, you know, if you haven't heard, well, like, kind of just told you. <laughs> uh, but it turns out that the site of the former Northwest Mall is planned to be used in the future for the Houston, Texas Central train terminal. But, you know, we're in Texas, we do things big here. So this location won't be just a train terminal like one of those metro stops. Texas Central has plans to turn this into a multi-use space. They want retail, they want offices, they want restaurants. In other words, they want to entice you to come hang out here, even if you're not heading to the train itself. They also plan to place the track itself four to five stories above the ground, so it's going to be quite an impressive sight. I'm really looking forward to this getting built and taking a day to go to Dallas or other areas in Texas. I mean, who knows? Maybe in the future, there'll be a sister podcast of Houston Happenings called Doing Dallas or something. <laughs> um, the Texas Central Bullet Train is still waiting on federal approval, which is set to arrive this summer. But once they have that, they estimate that the terminal will be up and running within five or six years. Did you know July is National Ice Cream Month? Well, Bluebell does. The Texas-based ice cream maker celebrates each year by releasing either a new flavor or an old-time favorite. In this year, they're re-releasing Milk and Cookies. Milk and Cookies sees Bluebell take their signature vanilla ice cream and mix that together with scrumptious chocolate chip cookies right into the ice cream. They've also redesigned the illustration to have cute little cookies for the O's and Milk and Cookies. You can find it in stores now in half gallon and pint sizes. So my girlfriend and I have been eating nothing but Halo Top in a bid to get healthy, but you know what? I might have an ice cream cheat day coming in my future. So this is usually the part of the show where I highlight a local restaurant, but the thing is, guys, the coronavirus has spiraled out of control here in Houston in the past few weeks, and we've been pretty hesitant to go out and eat at new places, so I don't have a new restaurant to share. But this segment was never really about highlighting local restaurants, but local businesses and organizations here in Houston. So moving forward, when I don't have a new restaurant recommendation to bring to you, I'll be featuring another local business, organization, or public place I feel is noteworthy enough to talk about. Today, I want to tell you about the Houston Arboretum and Nature Center. As I mentioned earlier, my girlfriend and I have been trying to find ways to be more active, and we've been looking for a nice park in our area in the west side of Houston. 
we would drive by the Arboretum frequently and we would always mention, you know, we should check it out since that area is beautiful, but we never actually really made it out until recently and we enjoyed it very much, guys. If you're unfamiliar with the Houston Arboretum, let me read the about section of their website. It says, Located on the western edge of Memorial Park, the Houston Arboretum and Nature Center offers an escape from the hustle and bustle of city life and the opportunity to experience the natural world. This 155-acre non-profit urban nature sanctuary provides education about the natural environment to people of all ages. It plays a vital role in protective native plants and animals in the heart of the city where development threatens their survival. The Houston Arboretum is a private, non-profit educational facility that operates city land. So guys, the Houston Arboretum is a wonderful place to go for spending a few hours outside, you know, taking a leisurely walk. Um, they do charge for parking in order to visit the Arboretum, but it is an extremely affordable $5 flat rate for the day, and the money goes towards maintaining the beauty of the space. That is something that struck me enough to comment to my girlfriend that the place, guys, was spotless. No trash, no paper, cans, anything. Like, I've been to a few other parks before, and trash, unfortunately, is an extremely common sight. And it felt a little bit surreal to, to not see that while walking around, you know? Uh, the Arboretum consists of five miles of trails that go through a variety of different habitats, such as forests, wetlands, and savanna biomes. It very much lends itself to exploring and learning. They have small, covered rest areas throughout the trails where they've placed educational material about the wildlife and fauna that you can find in the immediate area. I felt like I was an eight-year-old boy again on his elementary school field trip to the zoo again. You know, the variety of trails takes you to different experiences, but I believe my favorite was the Couch Burning Trail. It was heavily covered overhead by trees, forming a dark and you know, cool trail to walk through, and all around, you hear the different calls of the variety of birds around you, ultimately ending in a rustic-looking bridge with benches to rest in. The Arboretum also includes the Nature Center building, where the Discovery Room can be found. The Discovery Room contains tons of interactive activities and cool exhibits for kids and adults alike. It is being consistently maintained and continuously updated and improved upon, with the most recent addition being the Carol Tatkin Sensory Garden, a garden full of native plants that, according to their website, appeals to the senses. I sure hope there are some plants in there that appeal to the sense of taste, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> all in all, I was extremely impressed and humbled by the beauty of the Houston Arboretum and Nature Center. It's a wonderful place to have a family day out, and I can definitely recommend it. Now, guys, I am very excited to announce a new segment of the show that I've been working on for a bit, and it's something I'm going to call Featured Furry Friend. I know. Here at Houston Happenings, we love alliteration. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm very excited to announce that Houston Happenings has partnered with local Houston animal rescue organization, Houston Pets Alive. As you may know already, I'm a proud cat daddy of two balls of fur, my cat Cairo and my girlfriend's cat Sunny, who were both strays when they were babies. We know firsthand the joy a furry friend can bring to someone's life, but we are also aware of the struggles of abandonment, abuse, and neglect that animals go through every day. Houston Pets Alive has a very important job. They work with Bark and Harris County Animal Control to save animals that are 
unfortunately, on their euthanasia list and put them in foster care in hopes that a brave Houstonian will adopt one of the furballs and give them their new forever home. In 2018, Houston Pets Alive saved the combined 2,632 cats and dogs from being euthanized. It's an extremely noble thing that these guys and gals are doing, and I want to do my part and help in any way that I can. So from now on, Houston Pets Alive will send over information on a new cat or dog for each episode, so that I can gush about how cute and fluffy it is and tell you that you definitely need a fourth cat in your home. Don't tell them I said this, shh, but I'm, I'm secretly hoping they'll invite me over and put me in one of those rooms, you know, the ones you see on TV that are full of cats and dogs that I can play with. <laughs> but in all seriousness, guys, I'm very happy to be a part of this cause to help these animals out. Let me tell you a little bit about the process of adopting your new furry friend to Houston Pets Alive. At the moment, they only work with cats and dogs, so you'll need to fill out an application for what it is you're hoping to adopt online. They will contact you within 24 hours to set up a meet and greet. If the meet and greet goes well and you realize that you will just annoy each other in the most loving of ways, you'll sign the adoption contract and pay the adoption fee, which is $75 for cats and $150 for dogs. And don't worry, they are a non-profit organization and that money goes right back into saving more lives. It truly is that easy, guys and gals. I get to choose the first pet to highlight, and today I want to tell you guys about Barbie. Scrolling through the Houston Pets Alive website, this cat immediately jumped out at me because she's giving the camera, you know, a, a little bit of a, a little bit of a sassy look, you know. Barbie is a six-year-old domestic short hair mixed female cat. Weighing in at about 11 and a half pounds, Barbie is a calico cat. While the majority of her coat is white, she has streaks of vivid orange mixed with a grayish brown and green eyes. And even though she is missing the left tip of her ear, she is still a beautiful cat. You know, that just gives her a little bit more character. Uh, by the way, guys, I do want to say I recommend checking out the video version of this podcast on YouTube so you can see the pictures of these fur balls. The description on Houston Pets Alive website for Barbie reads, Barbie's purr can be heard from a mile away. This loving and lovely lady has lived with other cats and enjoys prowling around looking for her next pet. If Barbie sounds like your next furry friend, you can reach out to Houston Pets Alive by calling 832-786-9310. Again, that's 832-786-9310. Or email them for the fastest response at the email adopt at HoustonPetsAlive.org. Once again, that is adopt at HoustonPetsAlive.org. Make sure you give them Barbie's identification code, which is HPA-A-2755. And please feel free to refer Barbie to anyone who is looking for their next furry friend. And that's it for me, guys. That is the end of another episode of the Houston Happenings podcast. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter as Chris Vasquez underscore VO. And remember, if you have a story you want to submit or a Houston hero you want to nominate, all you got to do, it's real easy, guys. Use the hashtag Houston Haps. That's hashtag Houston H-A-P-S to submit your story and get your opportunity to be featured on the podcast. Once again, guys, Thank you so much for listening. Be safe out there and stay Houston strong.